Have you ever noticed how many people have birthdays in October? Which makes sense. I wonder how many of us were New Year's Eve babies. I will tell you that my October babies were all Super Bowl babies. Today, by the way, is Friday, October 23rd. My birthday is in one week, but this weekend, Amelia Clark, Ryan Reynolds, Katy Perry, Weird Al, and Drake are celebrating theirs. Hi and hello. You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Speaking of weirdness and rappers, I think by now you have gathered that I was a quirky child. I mean, let's face it, I'm a quirky adult, so that makes sense. I know, I know. I had my senior photos taken with my cat. I used to wear costumes or my grandpa's clothes to school. And in the seventh grade, I read a book. And man, I wish I could remember which book it was, but I read a book where someone wrapped their student council speech. I read that and thought, that's a great idea. So I decided that I would run for student council treasurer and I wrote a rap for the speech that I'd have to give to the entire seventh grade, which is about 300 kids. I told no one about my plan. I actually remember sitting in home ec with the very cool kid that I was running against, who incidentally was also very nice and well-liked by everyone. But one of his not-as-nice friends made a comment about me losing the election. I was so confident in my plan to wrap my speech that I said, I know I'm not popular, but I am going to win. I mean, after all, I had read this in a book and that person won. On speech day, I loaded my dad's old boombox with 8D batteries and in complete earnestness, wrapped my speech to the karaoke version of MC Hammer's You Can't Touch This. I wish I wish I could remember the lyrics for you. I, I know that there was something about proposing a Sadie Hawkins dance, and I know that it opened with something like, My name's Indiana, and I'm here to say I want to be treasure in a real bad way. (laughs) Y'all, I did not practice this rap for my grandparents or for my one friend. I did not clear this with a teacher or an administrator. I just walked up to the podium with my giant boombox and pressed play and did a rap. I am here on the other side to tell you that I did, in fact, win that election. In post-college, when I saw an audition notice go up for a paid touring children's theater ensemble in which the main character was a rapper named Shayla, who is being haunted by Shakespeare's ghost, I nailed that audition and spent nine months rapping on a stage in front of seventh graders. Full circle, baby. (laughs) I try to get in the headspace of my grandparents and my aunt and uncle sometimes, the people who raised me, when I'm thinking about me as a child. I don't think they knew that I wrapped my student council speech. Heck, I don't even know if they knew that I won. Spoiler alert, the class treasurer did absolutely nothing, except one time I had to sit next to the teacher who was taking money for a school dance. But I'm just trying to get into the head of my grandparents. When I walked out the door in a grass skirt and a bikini top on top of a t-shirt, they just let me go to school like that, I guess. When I told my aunt that I wanted my senior photos taken with my cat and a portion of my Coca-Cola bears, she bathed my cat and brought him in and the bears to the photography studio without batting an eye. At no point did anyone in my family try to talk me out of these things or talk to me about how weird I was. But surely they knew. 
Anyway, I'm reliving this particular memory because it is becoming clearer to me that I am raising a child who is a lot like me back then. She is confident and quirky and just marches to the beat of her own drum. We both have this thing where, well, it's hard to explain, but we don't consider what others may think of us. Don't get me wrong, I very much care what people think of me and my work, and nothing hurts me more than when I feel like my character has been unfairly judged. But in the instance of that student council speech, it did not occur to me that people might laugh at me or think that the rap was awful, which I'm sure social media and cell phones were a thing back then. This would have become a viral cringe video. In fact, I was so confident that I would win. It did not even occur to me that I might not. When my kid purposely chooses a crazy outfit for church or enters a speed skating contest, even though she does not know how to skate, I see it. And herein lies my parenting dilemma. I want her to lean into being unique and creative and fun and quirky. But as an adult, I now know what that cost me socially in elementary school, middle school, high school, and even in college. I'd like to think that uncool kids don't care about being cool, but I know from experience that I cared, and I carried this feeling of being an outsider with me even into adulthood. So when she wants to walk out the door in a Halloween costume and it's nowhere near Halloween, Do I try to steer her in another direction or do I just allow her to do it since I do believe that she's expressing her desire to be unique in the way that she dresses? If she wants to do something off the wall like wrap her student council speech or do an interpretive dance but in the character of an old lady who is a former fashion model for the school talent show, (laughs) do I give her a heads up that people may laugh at her? Thinking that my kid may grow up to be a lonely outsider It breaks my heart. And for contrast, my other daughter very much cares what others think of her and is constantly trying to be like her friends. She wants the same water bottle they have, the same tennis shoes. She wants her bun for ballet in the same place on her head as her friend has her bun. She absolutely doesn't want anyone to think she's weird. She does all that she can to fit in, and that also scares me as a parent. I want to be the kind of mom who walks this line well. I've never been here before. I have a first grader and a second grader, so I have many, many more years of trying to figure this stuff out. I will say that my biggest hope is that I'm the kind of mom who my kids will want to talk to, that they will tell me if they plan to do a surprise rap. I don't know. Maybe I'd help her rehearse it. And now a quick word from our October sponsor, Upper Room. These days, I'm finding comfort in the small things that make me feel more grateful and grounded in life. For me, that is the sweet after-school car ride conversations that I get to have with the kids. It's reading a book on my screened porch, and it's laughing with you guys about this podcast and interacting with our thoughtful community on social media. Things that I can count on every day to help me be a more thankful person. Things like the Upper Room Daily Devotional Guide. You can count on the Upper Room for daily inspiration, community, and prayer. It's interdenominational and the only devotional magazine written by its readers, just ordinary people who have encountered God in daily situations. The Upper Room is here for you every day through your email, their custom app, or their printed magazine, which has been around for over 80 years and has 5 million readers worldwide. 
I've been getting their emails for a couple weeks now, and I appreciate having that daily encouragement pointing me to what really matters. Today, by the way, friends can enjoy a free 30-day trial of the Upper Room's email or app service by visiting upperroom.org slash welcome. That's U-P-P-E-R-R-O-O-M dot org slash welcome to get your first 30 days free. And now back to the show. Today's good time, good deal is from my former employee, Macy's. Did you know that in college in California, I worked at the Clinique counter in a Macy's? I have retained the odd skill of being able to confidently put eyeliner and mascara on another human. Anyway, if you need to freshen up your bedroom or guest room, Macy's has several three-piece comforter sets, like I'm, I'm talking like a bed in a bag deal that's a comforter and two shams. They have several of these sets for $18.99. I will say that they're all pretty feminine, a lot of floral print, but there is a cute pink leopard comforter that I would get my girls if they needed new comforters. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Also, I saw a Facebook ad that says that J. Crew is 50% off your total purchase. I have never purchased anything from J. Crew before, but that sounds like an incredible deal. So right before I hit record, I ordered a new Breton striped t-shirt since my other one got ruined and a new one was on my shopping list. And I went rogue and got something off the list. I got a hot pink linen jumpsuit because I have high hopes that in 2021, conferences and events will be back on. So I'm buying this in full hope that I will have some nice speaking event to wear this to. Are these pipe dreams? They might be pipe dreams. Someone tell me if these are pipe dreams. Okay, so we are a little behind on today, by the way, community challenges. But this week, I thought it would be fun to try a new makeup something. I recently watched Emily Ratajkowski do her five-minute makeup day-to-night look, and I loved it. It has been so long since I have done a full face of makeup, and lately... I've been struggling to get motivated to get out of the house and get stuff done. I bought myself a new lipstick that Imrata recommended and got my birthday freebie from Sephora, so it's been fun doing my makeup and mixing it up a little. Meg O on Instagram and YouTube did a tutorial on how to change up your makeup routine, and that inspired this week's challenge. So I'll link that in the show notes along with Imrata's video. So our challenge this week is to just try something new with your makeup. Anyway, I'd love to see what beauty products are your holy grails. Will you share that on Instagram using our hashtag TBTWChallenge and, of course, your gorgeous selfies? And then let's have a discussion about the things we love on Facebook. Okay, friend, that's it for today, and I have a surprise for you. Since it's my birthday week, and since I took some time off this last couple of weeks, I want to bring you a whole week of episodes starting on Monday. As I mentioned, Monday's episode is about my current beauty routine, and Tuesday's will be a bonus episode where I will share how I learned about the gospel and how I became a Christian. Wednesday's is another bonus episode where I talk about how we do family devotionals and how I am passionate about biblical literacy. Thursday will be a chat with the Adams kids, and Friday I will talk a little bit about my new experience with depression. I want to thank you for your grace with me as I've needed more rest these last couple of months. Truly, doing this podcast is one of my greatest joys, and the community we've created together is beautiful. You guys put the wind in my sails, and you never make me feel uncool. There's some links for you in the show notes at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and that's also where you can find the link to our Facebook group, 
called My Internet Besties. I am super impressed that no one has brought up politics there, so why don't you join us? It is a safe place no matter who you vote for or what your faith is. I know you have a ton of things on your to-do list, and I am grateful you brought me along for part of your day. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.